Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 17. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the weekly podcast devoted to answering all of your questions related to having a virtual assistant and to helping you, the small to medium-sized business owner, become more effective and more efficient in delegating your tasks to a virtual assistant. Well, folks, I am excited to bring to you today yet another interview, and I must apologize once again that uh, I know some of you are out there. I I know that you're just foaming at the mouth. You want to hear what does it take to become a virtual assistant? And, you know, you know, sometimes schedules get mixed up and messed up. You know, things happen in life. And so, uh, you know, Heather has uh, told me, she says, listen, I I will do anything and everything possible to make this happen for you this week. And uh, she said, you know, of course, you know, I'm going to be on satellite, you know, internet access where I'm at here. Uh, and, and we'll give it a try early in the morning. And I said, listen, you know, I've had the experience with satellite via, you know, Skype via satellite connections. How about we just push that back another week? And so, you know, for the sake of the content that I know is going to be shared next week, or actually at least the, the a hint of it, I did have a, a wonderful Skype chat with uh, Heather from CVA the other night, and uh, it was it was so ex- I, she was so excited about the interview, and she says you have no clue how much stuff I'm going to be bringing to the table for this particular podcast. I, it's going to be beyond what I think most people will even imagine. So I am really eager for the content uh, that's going to come out of the conversation with Heather Via from Contemporary VA, the sponsor of our podcast, uh, and and her talking about what does it take to become a virtual assistant. Because um, you know, and, and I and I felt it was valuable enough that I certainly do not want to deal with any kind of possible issues with bad audio quality, dropped out points in the conversation as the result of uh, you know those satellite you know internet connections. So again. I I am I'm I can't promise anything because you know the world may come to an end I don't know I hope not uh but anyway you know lord willing god willing next week we will have heather here to talk about what does it take to become a virtual assistant but hey that's okay I'm always here for you guys and today I am going to be doing an interview with uh Aaron Dragishan and Aaron is a solopreneur uh, somebody who has been in business since 1998, creating web-related businesses, web applications. And uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about all sorts of things related to just generally talking about virtual assistants. But the the main focus, the main goal here, and I think the key point that I want to point out today is that Aaron actually handles all of the customer support for his web services, these clients that buy things from him uh, via the web. They are buying these services from him and using he's using Contemporary VA to handle all the customer service work. Well, I'll tell you what, this is already going to be about 45 minutes in length. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump to the point in the conversation where we start talking with Aaron. All 
right, everybody. I have on the line with me Aaron Dragashin, and I am very delighted to bring this interview and this conversation uh, with Aaron to the Virtual Assistant Podcast because he is somebody I think that we can gain some valuable insights on how to basically turn your customer service, your entire customer service, or maybe a part of it, I don't know, we're going to find out, over to your virtual assistant. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So Aaron, uh, you and I had the opportunity to kind of uh, chat a little bit to get to know each other. And I know that you've been in business in, for yourself, uh, at least with what you're currently doing, since 1998. I mean, you've been through some ups and downs. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of changes in the business model. Now, when you started this business, first of all, tell, tell us what is your business? Well, the business, the uh, the core business right now is uh, a forms service so that people can add forms to their website, like a contact form or a survey. We help them really easily without a lot of technical knowledge to create a form, get the HTML, put it on their website, and then when somebody submits that form, we'll send them an email with what the person submitted. Excellent. Now, th- these are these are great for, for non-technical people who... Who are certainly uh, out there with some some websites? I, I remember back in my career as an insurance agent, trying to maybe you know we wanted to do an online form to capture people's information for a quote. Let's just say we wanted their name, address, social security number, the type of vehicles they have, the you know their driver's license number, and we wanted to be able to put that on our website so that people can put all that in, hit submit, and it gets emailed to us. So is that what you're talking about? That's exactly, yeah, exactly what we're talking about. And I assume that you have this set up to where you know a lot of that data is is all secure and and all that other stuff. Is that right? It's all secure. It's held in the database, and then it can also be sent to you. And if people don't want to transmit, I mean, email itself is an insecure medium. Sure. So you know, if you don't want to transmit that stuff, uh, you know, insecurely, you can set our settings to you know not email you or email you just a, like a notification. Hey, somebody you know, submitted a form or something. And then they can sign into the database and see the submitted information. Exactly. That's I right. love it. Very cool. So, so this, is this the business you created in 1998 or is this some uh, offshoot of that? This is a business that we acquired uh, later on. The okay. business that created in 1998, we were making websites and then, you know, the advertising uh, market boomed and then it crashed. And I mean, the, there's been many changes. This business we've had for maybe four or five years and we've, we've rewritten it and rewritten it and improved it. But, uh, but this is, it's, it's, uh, it's been a fantastic business for us. And as I'm sure we'll talk about, it's, it's become kind of a, a business that sort of runs itself, at least in terms of me, in, t- in terms of you know, my perspective. Okay. Now you said this is uh, a business that we acquired. How big is your business? I mean, you, you obviously launched this in 1998. Do you have partners? Do you have a team? Do you have employees? No, I, I say we, because you know, it's a, it's a very uh, flat organization where decisions are kind of, you know, made with, with everybody's input, but I'm the only, um, I guess, owner. Okay. And, and do you have any employees though? Like technical real employees? Well, <laughs> we have people that work with us on contract, right? Um, but no, we don't have any employees. We've we've had the company has been larger in the past. We had fifteen people, and uh, we had some office space in Victoria, and then we went through a very hard time, and we had to let many people go. Unfortunately, okay. it was uh, it was a hard time. Absolutely. So so basically, you launched this business. You had office space. You had some employees at one point in time. 
uh, through the dot boom, dot bust, and all the other things that have gone on, uh, you're back to the place where now you own the company, you have no official employees, but you have a lot, it sounds to me like you have a team of people that you contract work out to, uh, that you rely upon to to put some processes and systems in place. Is that right? Exactly. So I'm just, I'm sort of steering the ship and saying, hey, what if we build this, getting some input, we make some decisions, and then other people are tending to do the building or the supporting, and, and I'm, I'm sort of steering the direction of the ship and, uh, and working on other new projects. Okay. And, and th- these people that you contract out to them, how many of them would you describe as real, actual virtual assistants? And how many people are not necessarily virtual assistants, but people that you contract work out to? Um, well, the contract, so the contract, I mean, it's a contract relationship, but it's pretty ongoing. So okay. it's, it's sort of, uh, it's pretty steady, but it's just not a lot of hours and it doesn't really support sort of full-time work. So we've got one, you know, virtual assistant who's, who's, you know, also contract, but that's with another company, right? And then yep. they, they, I guess, subcontract to their virtual assistants and everything. And then we've got, you know, one designer who's full-time, who does design a little bit of code and then one programmer and one system administrator to run the servers and me and another person that handles um, uh, kind of support for the community on one of our websites um, that, that does uh, uh, that I haven't mentioned yet. It's uh, it's called ask 500 people.com. And that's a sort of a free polling system where the community decides which polls are most interesting and gives them the most uh, views so we've we've got kind of a, a, a few different properties, and uh, and that's the the team, I guess. Nice that supports them. Very cool. I, I love I love these various different uh, sites that you have here. I, I hadn't heard about the Ask Five Hundred People dot com, and I'm looking at it now. That's a neat idea that that uh, um, is very interesting. Of course, it, it reminds me of the new Facebook questions thing that they're coming out with. Yes, yes, we were there long before them, but that's yeah. another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but though, I think there's always going to be room for other venues and stuff like that. So this is this is great. Absolutely. So here's here's what I have for you. We're talking about customer service. So you basically you're out there, you're launching these websites uh, that provide services to people. Um, now ask 500 people, is, is there a paid version to this site? Is what is, yeah, that? there's a paid version, which, uh, which often entrepreneurs will use to ask a question about an idea for a business or, um, if somebody's getting a logo designed, mm-hmm. it's kind of neat. You can say, Hey, you know, here's four different versions of the logo. And then you can get feedback from the group and we, we send it out to all these people and get you sort of 500 votes in a few hours and then also show you demographics. So if you're, if your site is primarily for men or for women, or uh, you know whatever it is, we can we can show you people's opinions based on demographics. So you can say, "Wow, you know, um, women under twenty really liked it, or really hated it, or, or whatever your your audience is." Um, so I think we've got location, uh, income, um, age, education, and gender. Right. Six six factors. So so people come to you. They they find these web applications that you've created, um, and and they sign up for the services. Some of them ongoing monthly. I, I would assume there's some one off features that people could buy uh, and yeah. stuff like that. Now, anytime somebody's paying you money for a service, I imagine that creates some questions, some frequently asked questions. And so I'm sure you probably got some FAQs on the site and stuff like that. But beyond that, before a lot of people will plop down some money they want to ask you questions or maybe they've purchased your service and 
And while sure it's been it's been so oversimplified that that really it's so simple that they can't believe it's so simple. So they have questions. Right, uh, sure. So so this is where the customer service comes in. And as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, uh, we oftentimes can say, you know what, our 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 real passion and our real gifts and talents are creating these forms, being in a creative mode, generating ideas to make people's lives better. And then all of a sudden we get stuck in the rut of, of basically handling a lot of support and answering people's questions over and over again. So this is where from what in the, in the interest that I have in having you on the show here today is from what I understand is that you actually hired out your customer service to a virtual assistant. That's right. I, I, I realized that a lot of the questions that we would get would be the same questions over and over again. And it didn't, the, the person just needed help. They just needed an answer. It didn't matter so much who that answer came from. And so I realized that a virtual assistant could be there when I'm not, if I'm playing with my kids or I'm sleeping or I'm doing whatever I'm doing, somebody can be there sort of manning the phone lines or, you know, answering emails. And, and the way that we work is, there's kind of a there's a on the site there's a frequently asked questions and then what we've created is an offline private even much more detailed frequently asked questions and the ways to handle different things and and as new things come up we alter that document and then the virtual assistant can sort of answer questions and if she doesn't know what to do, she'll just escalate to me. And so what I can do is I can focus on creating new things and doing other things and then when necessary, um, if, a, if um, you know, one of our enterprise customers or somebody who's been with us a long time or somebody has a question that she doesn't know how to answer can get escalated over to me and I can, I can sort of uh, jump in. So it's, it's kind of uh, – she's able to handle, handle 95% of the support questions fantastically, does a much better job than I do. And then you know, wherever – She's unsure. It just comes over to me. So I'm I'm only handling a little tiny bit of support, and it's 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 freed up my time tremendously. Now this this document that you talk about, um, the frequently asked questions, and and you're consistently adding to that. Anytime something comes up that's new, I would assume, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so this document, what are you using? I, I'd love to know what what tool you're using. Are you just? It's using... just a Google Doc. Yeah. Okay. It's just a Google Doc, and then um, you know the the uh, I've got a copy of it that I can occasionally download, and so it's it's shared between the two of us. And then if another virtual assistant needs to needs to help out or step in, the Google Doc is already all created. And that one of the things that I like about um, about working with a virtual assistant company is that there's sort of this constancy and this sense that they've kind of got my back. Yeah. Even if it's this person or that person, I know that I've sort of I've I've made the hiring decision, the selection choice once, and that's going to stick. And sometimes it's tough when you're hiring people, um, you know, when you're just hiring directly to a person, um, and they they get a job in another city or they move or something happens or they want to change what they do, which I totally understand. This I mean, people should should people should absolutely follow what they want to do. Right? You know, there's nothing wrong with leaving a job. Uh, but of course, the employer me has to you know go find somebody else. So right. I, I I really like the the constancy right. aspect. 
And I, and I want to interject here, and, and we're completely open and upfront with people that Contemporary Virtual Assistants is the sponsor of our podcast, which I often, I mean, I love them for, for sponsoring this podcast because I desperately wanted to get the, everything I could possibly get out there about the virtual assistant industry into the hands and into the minds of small to medium sized business owners. And so they, their, their sponsorship allows me to do that so that every episode that they sponsor is free to the world. And so we thank them. And of course, that happens to be how I found out about you. You actually use Contemporary VA. That's right. That's right. And, Absolutely. Uh, and and, uh, and they've been great. And I don't say that. I don't just say that because they're a sponsor. They've it, really been great. Absolutely. I, and and the, when what, you're, what you were talking about, and I think the point to pull out here is that when, when you, and I obviously use Contemporary VA as well, what I love about them is that uh, we hire an individual. We, we find an individual within Contemporary VA who is our primary virtual assistant. Right. And you have a relationship. I mean, what, what I like about about this scenario is that you're, I, I don't feel like I'm working with Contemporary VA. They're a fantastic firm, but I want to actually have a relationship with the person who's helping out my business. And, uh, and, if it, and it wouldn't actually be a fit for me if it couldn't be that. So, um, you know, the, I, I've, I've got somebody that works with me and, and I, I, I'm not managing five different relationships and there aren't five different people sort of popping in and out of my account as it were, right. you know, or, or helping me and which, which, you know, the truth is that I feel like I have a direct relationship and, uh, it's just managed through contemporary VA. Yes, that, that's exactly what I have. And, and what's great about this is contemporary VA, VA has some wonderful things in, in place. Whereas, you know, our, our virtual assistant, our primary virtual assistant is actually paid not on our time, but on CVA's time after you have been with them for more than 30 days, they're actually paid by CVA to create a manual, which actually is outlined and detailed information of step-by-step how to do any and every task that they do for you. Exactly. That, that's what I was referring to. I, I don't know if there are two manuals, one on their side for how to work with me, uh, but the, the part that I was referring to, the frequently asked questions, was the, the manual. We call it the manual. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. Do you know if they have they, a separate manual they, that is uh, – you know, I, this this client hates being called after five or, or yes, you know, before, I, I know for a don't fact don't wake this client up. If you are if I know for a fact that if you are on any of their retainer packages after thirty days, a manual is created, not on not billable to you, but billable to CVA. And uh, I know that that's a part of their package. And so Andrea, anything I train her, I'm the same way. I also use Google Docs uh, for a lot of things, but anything that I do, she actually from what I'm understanding is that she's creating a manual uh, completely put aside for anything and everything I've ever trained her to do. And, right. and, she, and what, and ev- occasionally, and, and the same is true. I have a, I have a direct one. My virtual assistant is Andrea. That, I mean, that that's hands down. That is my virtual assistant. But like last Friday, she, or last Wednesday, she sent me a note. It says, Hey Cliff, I'm taking Friday off, but I want to let you know that so-and-so is going to uh, step in if you need anything, and she, you know she has access to the manual and has you know all the information she needs to handle any of the things that I do for you on a normal basis. Right, and I think that they they train on their time. They train the person who's going to be helping out if they're not around. Yes, they do. Which, is, which uh, I always appreciate that that doesn't it doesn't uh, fall on me. It is it it it's such an amazing uh, you know system that they have in place, and it's so 
flawless. Now, fortunately, I've not had any. It's like I, I would know that Andrea is going to be off on Friday and I just, you know, say, OK, well, I don't think we're going to have to worry about that right now. But to know that that's there is is amazing. And, and, and I just wanted to point that out for everybody. So so what you're saying is that, you know, if, if your virtual assistant is sick or whatever the case may be, or that person says, you know what, I've decided I'm going to do something else in life and, and I'm, I'm not going to be a VA anymore. Uh, I've loved working for you, but I've got some other things that I'm being called to go and do. Uh, the fact is, is that you, you, can, you, you can find somebody else there in that firm to take over and somebody's already been trained on how to do the things for you. And, uh, and of course, they have so many different VAs that maybe that next person that fills in, maybe they're not a good personality fit for you. Right. But That's they right. have so many other people that you can try. Yeah, it's a pretty neat system. I don't think I've ever heard of anything quite like it, actually. Yeah. out there so so I, I i'm sorry to deviate from your story but I, I just like man that's such great valuable information about the 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 virtual assistant firm that you and i both use so okay so you have this google doc and and stuff like that what other tools are you using i mean do they answer phone calls for you yep they answer phone calls they answer email messages um and one of my favorite uses, which, you know, I, I know that this conversation is sort of officially about outsourcing support, but one of the things that I just, that I, I really um, am, am I, I just, I love having a VA for the fact that I can just turn and just fire off a task and say, hey, could you please do this? And it's it's the most random thing, I promise. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, often it'll be, you know, can you go make me a primer on this concept. So I, I, right now I'm thinking about creating on the fly videos from, you know, pulling video pieces from a database. So I literally said, you know, can you go out on the web and figure out like what this is even called? Like, I don't even know the technical name for what I want to do. Can you go try to figure that out and find some companies that are doing this sort of thing? And so that all comes back and that'll be in a Google doc. Um, or another thing that, uh, that's done, which is, which is kind of related to support in, in a general sense of the business is, is um, one of the things that, that I really like is to know that the business is running smoothly without having to constantly check on it myself. Right. So I can, I can just have that peace of mind without spending a lot of my time or trying to sort of set up, you know, I'm, um, I guess you would, as you talked about creative people versus, versus um, people that are helping you know, support something that's already running. I'm. I, I would rather be creating and uh, not worrying about things, but knowing that somebody else has got it. And I wouldn't say that I'm a particularly calendar-driven person. You know, so so if somebody, so what what she does for me, um, Andrea is also my VA and uh, and does a fantastic job. So we've been uh, we've been working together for over a year now. Anyway, so what she does for me is she'll she'll go and and uh, look at my stats and and instead of sort of sending me, instead of me going and looking at my stats, she'll, um, she'll send me screenshots. So all I have to do to quote unquote check my stats is open my email. And there's like a screenshot of my, you know, here's this, this site, here's the signups, here's the cancellations, here's the upgrades, here's the, you know, um, average happiness score. Like we, we, we pull people for how happy they are with the service and we can graph that. And we just, it's just a huge long series of graphs that she's put in screenshots and she's taken her time, you know, to go and stick this into this email just to save me the hassle of, you know, going logging in. I could go see all those graphs. They're all just sitting there, but yep. I won't actually do it. And I mean, it sounds silly to say, 
you know, well, why don't you go do it? But I just won't. And so I'm sort of realizing a weakness in myself. And instead of sort of, you know, either not doing it or sort of berating myself, I'm like, look, you know, I'd rather do other things. And I'm happy to pay somebody to spend their time and, and you know, cut out all these screenshots and just send them to me an email because I, I, I will open that email yep. and I can just review it. And uh, so that that gives me a lot of peace of mind. Absolutely. Peace of mind. And, and you know, something, one of the things that I'm going to have Andrea do, I found a, an excellent and super easy way to back up all my Google Docs because, of course, I have so many Google Docs. Right. I mean, it's crazy. I don't, I don't use Microsoft Word or, or Pages for my Mac. or I, I just use Google Docs. And it is. And, and I found that if you if you go to the, your Google Docs home screen and you select all and, and folks, if you want to go back and rewind this five times to get the step by step, that's cool. But here's what you do. You go to Google Docs home. You click to select all, which will only select the most recent 100 documents. And then you go down to the drop down menu, drop down menu that says more options and you click export and it pulls up this little dialogue screen. It says, do you want to export the most recent 100 documents? But if you actually look, there's a tab that says select all. So you click that tab and then it actually says, do you want to download a copy of every document? And then, of course, you know, it says you, your your word, your uh, docs are going to be Word files or PDFs. Which do you want? You choose that. Your spreadsheets, do you want them in PDFs or do you want them in Excel spreadsheets? And all this stuff, you choose all that, click a little button, and boom, it downloads a zip file of every Google Doc you have. And one of the things that I, I just learned that I could do that that easily, step by step. And now one of the things I'm going to do is I'm actually going to have Andrea go in on Monday mornings and do that every single Monday morning for me. And she's going cool. to put that into Dropbox, which, of course, automatically syncs that to my drive, which then automatically gets backed up to my online backup in the cloud as well as my external drive via Time Machine on the Mac. So I tell you, you talk about something like that. Am I going to remember to do that? Right. Sure. I put it on my calendar every Monday, <laughs> but guess how many times I do it? You know, right. maybe once a month. And of course, so yeah, it, it's amazing the little tasks that you can do. I, one day I was in the car. And I had this thought, and I, did, and I knew if I recorded a voice memo on my phone, I wasn't going to remember it. And I didn't want to record and then tell it to email myself because I was driving. Mm-hmm. And, and all of, it's like, what am I going to do? So I called Andrea. I called Andrea and said, Andrea, this is Cliff. I have an idea. I need you to do me a favor. Send me an email to remind me to think about this tomorrow when I'm in the office. And That's I, great. And she did. She sent me the – she goes, all done. <laughs> And you know I, what I've done that's similar? Yeah. Is, uh, is I've actually made the recording. So I just kind of take the idea and just sort of get it out of my head, you know. And, and what I like to do is, is, you know, record it out. And then I'll forward the recording to her and ask her to transcribe it. Yes. And she'll then send me an email with my thoughts. But it's not audio because, you know, that way – because you can read probably 10 times as fast as you can hear. Yep. And you just – boom. You just – you can read out the, uh, the thought. Another thing that's similar in terms of transcription, you know, in terms of the sort of like, you know, can you go help me understand this new concept or can you go introduce me to this new concept is, um, you know, you'll, sometimes you'll, you'll be you'll, – you'll see somebody who's got a video and it's sort of a marketing video introducing you to this concept. I mean there was one that I was looking at maybe four or five months ago on what's called postcard marketing, which is essentially I guess you're, you're sending people postcards in the, in the mail and uh, – and it's sort of direct mail. And, and I thought that was interesting. And so she watched this entire series of videos sequentially. You know, it was like six videos 
probably a few hours worth of, of watching, you know, and made notes and then gave me a, you know, sort of three page intro to the whole thing of postcard marketing, how it all works, what the stats are, any examples they said, you know, that, you know, if the, and, and it was, it was, it was great because I, I, I value my time in the hundreds of dollars per hour and I'm not paying near that for this. So I'm literally paying her because I don't really care about watching the video. I just want the information. So I'm literally trading time. I'm, tra- I'm saving a lot of money by saying, could you watch this, pull out all the information and then send it to me in a, a way I can digest in five minutes. That is awesome. That This is the power of having a virtual assistant, folks. So. That's yeah, pretty cool. And and by the way, folks are out there thinking to themselves, and I can hear them, Jot Cliff, Jot, J-O-T-T, J-O-T-T. And I oh, know it's not the same. It's not the same. Although Jot is a great service, and if you Andrea don't, is a lot smarter. But Andrea works a lot greater than those people who are I mean, they they do have them hand tra- transcribed, but there's a difference than somebody in India hand transcribing your your notes than than uh, somebody over at, uh, than Andrea. So well, it's not just that. It's that it's that you know the your virtual assistant also gets to know you, and yeah. so when you know the, the, she'll sometimes go above and beyond. And if I say X, and she actually knows that I really like Y, I would really like Y as well. You know, so for example, pretend that if you're using Jot, they might transcribe it well, but they're not going to actually go to the website that somebody mentions in the thing. You know, she might give me the transcription, but also say, by the way, they mentioned this website and I went there and I signed up for their email list. And then they sent me this, that sent me that. And look at this thing that I found. Yeah. Or, or it's like you, you might get the note transcribed, but whereas Jot will transcribe it for you, possibly perfect, perfect, perfectly, uh, what Andrea will do is not only will she transcribe the note, send it to you, but she'll also add it to your calendar and she'll also set it on her calendar to make sure that you followed through on it. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the gentle nagging stuff that's yeah. possible. <laughs> I, the gentle nagging from Andrea is great. It's like it is. I never thought I'd pay another woman to nag me, but <laughs> seriously, come on. No, this is this is yeah. good. All right, so I want to get back though. Phone calls. I want to know how you're doing it. Uh, well, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Because I, I know the phone calls, but you mentioned something else that I really want to know about. Um, you mentioned people voting. Yes, I'm happy. I'm not happy. You saw the stats. What program are you using for people to rank your customer support? Well, okay, two things. They're not actually ranking customer support. They're actually ranking the software, this this uh, form software, Freedback. Okay, great. And and so it's and that's all built custom code. So they're actually getting a survey within the actual product saying gotcha. how do you like this product? It's 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 more just giving us kind of a, you know, an, an, if if for some we just watch that line and it just holds steady. It's right. all, it's always about 4.1 to 4.3 out of 5 and right. it just sits there and that's fine you know uh because i mean we we'd like to make it go up but but in in a sense it's sort of uh what i just want to make sure is there's no drops you know if something goes wrong or something drops with customer satisfaction we'll see it visually right. you know which is different than sort of you know asking people is great but if you can turn something into a number a number is something you can graph and once you can graph something you know your brain. I mean, I don't. I don't know what it is about us, but but we're just built that when we can see an image, we just get it. Yeah. You know, in a way that's different than sort of reading a hundred comments in a row and trying to determine are these hundred comments happier or less happy than something a year ago. Well, no, yeah, no doubt because I mean, I I, I suffer from this from time to time where you know I'll have I'll I'll have a hundred consulting calls and everybody's like, man, you're the greatest. Oh my gosh, this is so valuable and blah 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 blah. And then you get that one person that's like. I I can, I'm not paying you that. You're not worth that. It's like, 
wait a second. It's like, it's like, <laughs> and all of a sudden that has so much more weight. But it, man, if you had it graphed out to the, and, right. and, and you knew it's like, wait a second. And you know what? No, seriously, overall, <laughs> I am certainly hitting the mark, you know, right. and, 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 and I, and I exceed more people's expectations than, than what they have. And things are really good, but man, you get three or four people who, who might say something within a 90 day period of time. And that can really have a knock. But if you, if you're graphing it out like that, it, it's very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, it works well. So, hey, uh, okay, so I was I was had this feeling that you might be using a service something like uh, Get Get Satisfaction or Zendesk or something like that. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. It sounds like you. No, I mean, I've I've looked at those, but I just haven't found that they're my problem with them is they try to force my customers to sign up for their system. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I mean, I understand why they want that. But I don't. I don't want any barriers between me and my customer. My right. customer should always be able to talk to me, you know, or or, or us, you know, with, with as few barriers as possible. Gotcha. That's just that's just my so my point of view. I guess. So telephone calls. What service are you using? How is Andrea getting these phone calls? We're using a service called Freedom Voice, um, and there's a million others like it. We're pretty happy with it. Um, it's a 1-800 service. So we have a 1-800 number. And then if people call that, it just transfers over and it's, you can set sort of hours. So that way it's not, um, and, uh, it, it rings through. And I think, um, contemporary VA has a service, a phone service in the middle and that, so it's sort of, it, it, you call the 100 number it redirects over to this other redirect and then to her phone. So, um, so the, the, uh, we pay, I think, thirty bucks a month, plus or minus, to the one eight hundred number uh, for the amount of calls that we get. Maybe thirty to fifty, and uh, and it just it just rings through to her. And if it's after business hours, they just get an automated message saying, "Hey, it's after business hours." And I never hear about it unless there's you know something that needs to be escalated over to me. Right. And I'm looking. That's freedomvoice.com. It looks like they have as low as nine ninety five a month and. Uh, 15 day trial period. And and that's something you've been, how long have you been using that? We've been, so here's the thing. On the one hand, I recommend them because they've been pretty solid and we're pretty happy with them. On the other hand, um, you know, these systems have come a long ways. The prices have probably come down. So where we locked in years ago, it's just not worth my time to try to change it and sort of go research it. If somebody was if listening to this If only you had now, a virtual assistant that could research that for you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. But here's the thing, right? The, the way they kind of get you is that the one header number is that's the number that you've printed, you oh, put on things. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. So you're kind of trapped with wherever you end up. So I'm, I'm happy enough. I would give them a, you know, a reasonable recommendation, but it's not a, a 100% recommendation. There's probably other things out there now uh, that would cost less, given that just the prices of all of this kind of technology has have come down. Right. And and by the way, in my notes here, which by the way, uh, Andrea put all my notes for today's interview together. She, Wait a minute. I know. Is I, this scripted? It, no, 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 not scripted. She just, she just put no, some I'm notes just together. Because we're me. saying nice things about it. <laughs> yes. And Andrea is the most. No. <laughs> no, seriously, though, um, she said that there are other things out there like ringcentral.com, intelephone.com, grasshopper.com. Now, I've not looked at any of those, but those are other services. I am going to tell you about the service that I use to have my clients call Andrea, and it's absolutely free, and it will always be free as far as I know. But if you go to google.com slash voice, uh, mm. a Google Voice account, and I'm not really all that concerned about an 800 number anymore. 
my own personal philosophy. No, that's a good point. My first, they're, they're kind of outdated, aren't they? Yeah, because everybody pretty much has a cell phone that has unlimited long distance on it. Except uh, for Canadians. Except for poor Canadians. Oh, so. man. But uh, here in the States, which is where a majority of all my folks call, and of course, I also have Skype if people need to reach me that way. But anyway, um, but yeah, Google Voice, I, I, I set up a free phone number that's in my local area code. So for local businesses, um, they, it, they all, it appears that they're just calling my local office. But anybody else, they just dial you know 859, whatever the number is. I actually set, um, I created a Google account based upon Andrea's email address for my business. So that way, it, and it's like, a, you know, I think it's assistant at ravenscraft.org. That way, if anything ever happens and I have another virtual assistant five years from now, if Andrea leaves, that Google Voice account is my assistant account. And so, gotcha. so I can always say, you know what, instead of forwarding those phone calls to this number, which is Andrea's cell phone, uh, then, then forward them over here to this number, which is my new virtual assistance number or whatever. Right. You always want to have a redirect in the exactly. middle. Exactly. And so, yeah, that, that's one of the things I love about Google Voice is that I'm able to do that. But the, so you're using a service like that. And during business hours, those phone calls will go to Andrea. And then, uh, if not, they go to voicemail and she takes care of that for you. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, it works well. So do you happen to use uh, any CRM software, uh, customer relationship management software? Well, we don't. We, I mean, it's, we've, we've got, uh, we use Gmail, which works really well. We use the, um, the pro Gmail one, the, the, the corporate. Go- the Google Apps. Exactly, Google Apps. Which, by and, the way, uh, folks, you can find at google.com slash A. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You know all the where it all is. Yeah, we use Google Apps, and uh, and it, it works really well because I can also log into the same thing and see the same thing, and it stores conversation, it threads conversations. I mean, that's just sort of Gmail thing, um, and and it's worked really well. We don't have, we tend to have conversations with customers um, when there's something that they're wondering about, and it, we don't tend to do a lot of outbound marketing to our customers where we sort of, you know, we need to know how many times we've called them or something like that. So we right. don't, do you use uh, CRM software? I do. I'm using high rise, uh, which oh, yeah, sure. high rise is absolutely amazing. Uh, and I think that's at high rise HQ.com. Uh, uh-huh. uh, let me just make sure that that's correct. High rise HQ for like headquarters. So high rise HQ.com. And it is certainly what I use. It, it, it is absolutely, um, it, it is, an efficient way to capture all the conversations, all the deals. Of course, I have like deals, you know, consulting calls, equipment sales, and all this other stuff that I like to follow up on. I like to, it creates tasks associated with client files. It, it's, it's just amazing. And how does, how does Andrea help you with that? Uh, I actually, she has a sign in and uh, when she can actually go in any morning and she can see all the tasks that are due for the day and she does those tasks. And uh, when she does a task, uh, she can actually go in and go into that client and say, I did call so-and-so, and he asked me to actually check in with him again in two weeks. And then she takes that task and moves that to-do date uh, two weeks in advance. And, uh, and in two weeks from then, uh, she goes in. Now, of course, if I say, you know, oh, I wonder what's going on with so-and-so, I go into high-rise. And I look in that client file and it's like, oh, here's an, oh, so Andrew has contact. Good. I was worried about that. That is cool. So I like that. It's, it's so really, she's running, she's running that for you with your ability to over, to check in on it. Well, I, I pretty much, we're both equally contributing to high rise. 
it, well, I, well, no, not necessarily. I, I contribute most to high-rise because here's the one of the things that's uh, available in high-rise is I also use Google Apps. And there's this thing called, and I don't want to confuse the technology because there's Dropbox.com, but they have this thing called a Dropbox email address. And like, for example, you sent me an email. If you were to send me an email and I reply to you, I can blind carbon copy that to just the standard email address that sen- sends a copy of the email to um, to high rise. And what it does is it looks for your email address. And if your email address is a contact in my system, it will automatically put a copy of my reply of that email in your li- as a note on your file. That is pretty cool. And if you're not, if you are not, if you're a brand new contact, you've never talked to me before, I just hit reply to you in email, blind carbon copy to my quote unquote Dropbox email address, and it will create a contact for you in my system. Wow. I love it. It's, it's that is amazing. pretty fantastic. Yeah. I, I'll bet someday somebody will move that into Gmail and you'll have, you'll have sort of CRM proper within Gmail. But until somebody does, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it works great. So so basically, um, this virtual assistant handling your customer sor- service, your customers, you find that a majority of them are able to actually get the answers they need from Andrea. And and that that pretty much keeps things uh, running smoothly for you. Well, she's she'll get back to people faster than I probably would, okay. and that's that's a pretty big deal to people because if they're having a technical issue, uh, you know, they really just want the answer and they want it as soon as possible. They're they're kind of hung up on some process or something they might not understand. So she's faster than I am, and and the the you know that's that's I, I probably the biggest differentiator and the thing that's appreciated by my customers the most. You know, I, I don't think that her answers are necessarily better than mine would be, but she's getting them done quickly. And so that's, that's, you know, people can move on with their day and on with their, their, uh, you know, whatever they're trying to get done. Right. So it's working really, really well. And it's, 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 there's two ways that it frees me up. It frees me up technically. My time is more freed up, but there's a more important way that it's freed up with it, which is that, um, when you're creating, I mean, whatever, whatever is the most important thing to your business involves you creating and trying to get in the zone and try to, you know, focus on something. And when the phone is ringing or emails keep coming in that you feel like you have to respond to, it kind of puts you off your focus and makes it hard to concentrate and get the things done that, that are the real drivers of your business. And so when she takes that off my plate, I can focus on the real drivers of my business. Support's important. It's really important, but it's not it's not the thing that's going to move my business forward. Right. So she is, you know, taking this off my plate and so I can push forwards. Right. That that is exactly it. I mean, it, support and and being there for the follow-up for clients is certainly important, but you know, you have to consistently think, you know, I have to do things to grow my business so that it will remain profitable so that in the future I will always be able to provide support and follow-up for my clients. Right. That is the key. Exactly, Aaron, this has been awesome. Uh, are you on Twitter by any chance? Yes, I'm, uh, I guess, twitter.com uh-huh. slash dragushan, D-R-A-G-U-S-H-A-N. All right. I, you just now got yourself a new friend on Twitter. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm sure that some other people out there listening might also follow 
along as well. And of course, everybody, there are going to be extensive links. Anything that has been mentioned as a website link, uh, freedback.com, ask500people.com, freedomvoice.com, ringcentral.com, intellephone.com, grasshopper.com, google.com slash voice, google.com slash a, highrisehq.com, and twitter.com slash d-r-a-g-u-s-h-a-n, all of that, and so much more over at virtualassistantpodcast.com. Aaron, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Well, everybody, that is our interview with Aaron, and I hope that you found it as insightful and helpful in in gaining a little bit more perspective on how you can use a virtual assistant in your weekly or day-to-day routines. Now, if you have any need for customer service, you know, just think about that. Just the idea that you can have those frequently asked questions, those frequently most common tasks done. I, I, I could imagine having a virtual assistant back when I was an insurance agent just to have people do proof of insurance cards, pay status. Oh my goodness, so many valuable things. Anyway, special thank you again to Contemporary VA for sponsoring this podcast. We'll be back again next week when we will help you learn how to delegate more effectively and more efficiently through the use of a virtual assistant. Until then, God bless you and join the community.